بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن عبد الله بن عمر بن العاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن رجلا سأل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أي الإسلام خير قال تطعم الطعام وتقرأ السلام على من عرفت ومن لم تعرف متفق عليه Continue with the hadith, the discussion we already started with Abdullah bin Umar bin As radiallahu ta'ala anhuma narrates that once a person asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ayyul Islami khayr There are various translations we can make to this question that was put to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam One such translation what are the best actions of Islam? Or as we began our discussion previously, what are the actions that will make a Muslim attractive, will make a Muslim the best person amongst the others? To this, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa responded with two actions. And as we mentioned previously, that normally if we ask ourselves what constitutes piety, what constitutes perfection in faith, what constitutes superiority, makes one Muslim better in the eyes of Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi than another Muslim, then generally our minds go towards acts of ibadat. The person is always in salah, always in some form of ibadat, is always fasting, etc., etc. But we find conversely to that, the response that was given by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what are the best acts of Islam? What makes a Muslim the best? To this Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa responded with two things. The first aspect of this hadith we already discussed quite a bit in length, but just to reiterate, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, ta'am. He said, feed the people. The reason Imam Nawi rahimullah has introduced this particular hadith in this chapter which deals with generosity and magnanimity is quite clear because of this first part the tut'ibu ta'am Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said feed the people and we see that this quality was very very clear and very apparent in the lives of the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to such an extent that the quality of feeding others, of exhibiting generosity was even mentioned in the Qur'an. We know the famous incident in the fazail amal of that Sahabi, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent a guest to his house. There was no food, just sufficient food for one person. They put the children to sleep without any food. And then the husband and wife made a plan that will make the guest sit. And then just as he is about to sit, let the lantern be switched off so it's totally dark. You and I will pretend to eat and we'll make sure that the guest eats. So in other words, in order to feed another Muslim, they, in, in fact this entire family went hungry. By the time they reached Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the next day, Quran had already been revealed. وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ Allah Ta'ala says, that the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa are such, amongst the believers they are those who give preference 
to others over themselves even though they may be in severe or great need. So we find that this quality of itamu ta'am, of feeding others, of exhibiting generosity, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this was an extremely effective tool which he used to spread Islam. Famous incident which Imam Nawi rahimahullah in this chapter brings later on, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave a person goats or sheep that filled the space between two, two mountains or a valley full of sheep. This person went back to his people and said, Aslim, fa'inna Muhammadan yu'ti ata'amalla yaksha faqa. Said to his people, accept Islam, because in Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I've seen a man who exhibits such generosity as if he does not fear poverty. So we find that this generosity of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, spending upon others, feeling the plight and the difficulty of others, this was a very effective means by which the love and devotion to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was established in the hearts of others and many, many non-Muslims came close to Islam. So those of us who are engaged in the work of Dawat and Tabligh also, in order to, for our effort to be similar to the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is extremely important that we develop this quality within us of feeding others, feeling the plight of the poor, exhibiting generosity, etc. It's impossible for our effort of Dawat and Tabligh to be on the lines of Sunnah if we don't develop this quality within ourselves. So the first part, Tut'imu Ta'am, Rasulullah Wasallam said, feed the others or feed or exhibit generosity or kindness towards others. And the second part of this hadith, like I said, we discussed the first part. The second part, Rasulullah Wasallam said, تَقْرَأُ salam عَلَى مَنْ عَرَفْتَ وَمَنْ لَمْ تَعْرِفْ He said, make salam. Let salam be common amongst yourselves, based on another hadith. This hadith, he said, make salam to those whom you recognize and those whom you do not recognize also. If you look at other hadith, we find that salam is a great sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And it is a means by which we will create love and unity amongst ourselves. Later on in this kitab, there will be an entire chapter that is devoted to this great shi'ar and symbol of Islam, that of making salam with one another. But just very briefly. Very briefly, because we find, unfortunately, today, to a very large extent, this great sunnah has come out of our lives. This quality of making salam to one another, assalamu alaikum. We find that every Muslim through this becomes a message and a source of peace to others. Essentially, if we look at the words of salam, Salam is the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Salam is also the name of Jannah, Darus Salam. Literally translated, Salam means peace. In other words, when you make Salam to someone, essentially you are saying to that person that I pose no threat to you whatsoever, on the one hand. Secondly, when you say make Salam to a person, you are making dua for that person that, this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should bless this person with peace and protection. 
Just now in our salah, at the end of the salah, the imam makes salam first to the right side, then to the left side. And in the same way, every musalli said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah to the left and to the right. Five times a day, we are practicing upon this. Essentially, ulama ikram say, what is the symbolism behind this? Salam to the right, salam to the left. This is an alan. This is an announcement that we are making to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. We are making it to the Muslim on the left, to the Muslim on the right, and essentially to the rest of humanity, to the whole world, that I as a Muslim, I pose no threat to you whatsoever. From my heart I am making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you with peace and with protection. And I am assuring you that in your heart you should feel at ease that I am not a source of threat to you nor am I going to harm you in any way. In other words, through this sunnah or through this quality of salam we are bringing alive that hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this beautiful lesson is taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, Ayyul Islami Afdal, Ayyul Islami Afdal, what is, who is the most virtuous Muslim? What is the height of Islam? As we mentioned previously, if this question is put to us, our minds straight away go towards acts of ibadat. Yet what was the reply that Rasulullah sallallahu gave? مَنْ سَلِمَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ مِنْ لِسَانِهِ وَيَدِي مَنْ سَلِمَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ مِنْ لِسَانِهِ وَيَدِي He said the best Muslim, the highest pinnacle of Islam, literally translated, that person from whose tongue and hands other Muslims or other human beings are safe. Translated in a manner that we can understand or relate to, Rasulullah is saying the most superior Muslim is that person who when he opens his mouth, roses come out, thorns don't come out. When he raises his hand, it is a gesture of kindness and generosity. He does not pose a threat to the next Muslim. So in Salam, when we say Assalamu Alaikum, in reality we are bringing alive this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are giving this assurance. To every person around us, every person that hears that salam, that from my tongue and my hands you are safe. As a Muslim, I'm giving you this assurance that from my tongue and my hands you are safe. I pose no threat to you. And on the other hand, I'm making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah grants you peace, Allah grants you security, Allah grants you protection. Five times every day in our salah, to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south, this is an injunction that as a Muslim we grant this assurance to every person. So coming back to this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, another hadith Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَن تُؤْمِنُوا حَتَّى تَحَابُوا That he said, لَن تَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ حَتَّى تُؤْمِنُوا It is impossible for you to enter Jannah unless you bring Iman. And your Iman will never be complete until you don't love one another. And then Rasulullah Sallallahu said, should I not show you something that will create love amongst you? He said, afshu salama bainakum, let salam be common amongst you. So coming back to this hadith, 
Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is asked this question, what are the best acts, acts of Islam? What are the best actions in Islam? What makes Islam the best? What makes this Muslim the best amongst other Muslims? Two things he said, feel the plight of the poor, feel the plight of the hungry, spend upon others, in other words, feed them. And the second thing Rasulullah sallallahu said, make salam, whether you recognize the person or you don't recognize the person. Ulama Ikram have mentioned ala, this last part of the hadith, Alaman Arafta Wamallam Ta'rif. Whether you recognize the person or you don't recognize the person, what is the reason that this particular aspect has been mentioned? In other words, your salam to the next person should not be affected by whether he is rich or whether he is poor, whether he is black, whether he is white, whether he holds a superior social status or he is an inferior social status, no. As long as he is your Muslim brother, make salam for him, to him for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, your salam should be with ikhlas and sincerity and not motivated by any worldly motivation. Sometimes when we know the person or we feel that we're going to carry some favor with that person, then we make salam. Otherwise we ignore the person if we are looking down on that person. So in this hadith, Rasulullah says, make salam whether you recognize the person or don't recognize. This is a quality that, that the Islam and the Iman that is there in your heart demands, regardless of who the person is. In other words, his social status or position should not affect you. Lagi was Tawfiq Swami.